are everywhere. Welcome to Lessons Learned in Marketing, the Phoenix Group Podcast. I'm your host, David Bellarive. You know, we learn a lot from experts. They give us tips. They show us how things are done. And experts are generally people that are doing something and doing it well. And that's what we have for you today. Rod Peterson, the voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And we're not talking Saskatchewan Rough Riders. We're talking social media. And Rod's book, The Social Media Handbook. All right, so... Welcome, Rob. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, David. Glad to be here. Honored to be here. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) So tell me the story behind this this book you put together and uh, Peterson Media. Well, it's an interesting story. I'll try to make it as short as I can. Um, I I very quietly put together a career of 25 years in radio, television, football, hockey, print, (laughs) internet now. And have traveled all around the continent in various stadiums, meeting with various owners. And I've collected a lot of ideas, chatted with a lot of people in my time. And um, a lot of people were coming to me over the last few years for advice and tips and this and that. And I was giving it to them. Um, Some teams in the States had asked me to come down and meet with their people for promotional ideas and social media strategies. Uh, One team, which will remain nameless, I spent a half a day with them going over this stuff and they said all my ideas were terrible and sent me back to Canada. Several months later, I saw all those ideas being put into action yeah. by looking at their Twitter account. And I was somewhat impressed that they thought it was a good idea, but also very upset that they stole them and gave me no credit. And um, I've had a lot of young broadcasters, a lot of young PR people come up to me and ask for tips and things over the years. And my boss said, you know, you shouldn't be giving this away. This is very valuable information. Um, and furthermore, let's just say teams and groups very close to me, I've been trying to help them with things and they say, no, 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 we have, we got it. We got it. Okay, fine. My wife said to me, Rod, they don't want your help. She said, put it into yourself. So I started marketing myself. So I wrote this book and then I just threw a seminar last year, the very first one at Pilsner Place at the new stadium. Anybody who wants to learn social media tips from me, come on down to this seminar. Mm -hmm. Well, we didn't fill it per se. I had 100 spots, but I think I had 50 and then uh, wrote this accompanying handbook, which I've kind of turned into a 117 social media tips, updated it for this year's seminar, which was in Moose Jaw, which the Moose Jaw Warriors sponsored. It's just been growing and growing and growing. And what I had hoped, but not necessarily intended, would happen was one of the patrons at that second seminar was the coach of the Cougar women's basketball team here in town. And he was like, he was like rope-a-dope, like a boxer. He's like, Rod, you hit us with so much stuff this afternoon. Wow, this is a lot to divulge but or uh, ingest, but it's all amazing. Would you consider coming to the university and doing a presentation to all the university coaches? So they can do their own social media. Right while they're sitting on a bus or in an airport departure gate or in a hotel lobby. And I said, yeah, of course, but I don't know what I should charge. I don't know how I would go about doing this. So I've partnered with some business people in town that are, I guess, have taken me to the next level financially and business-wise and all doing this on the side. So does that answer the question? It's kind of all come together Yeah, no, I've, it's fantastic and I, it's neat to see it and uh, I'm... I, again, I haven't read it yet. I'm super mm-hmm. excited to go through it. But mm-hmm. so, who are you? Who is? Who are you thinking of when you create this and when you're talking? Is it sports people, sports teams? I mean, that's your background. For it's sure. been very popular with teams, but you know, to give you an idea of people that came to the very first seminar that I threw, Conservative Party of Canada, 
Connexus Credit Union, Connexus Arts Center. I'm thinking of places outside sports. Yeah. Four Seasons Sports Palace, who's my most prized student because he didn't even have George at the Four Seasons, didn't even have an Instagram account, let alone a lot of other things. Um, this was a real introductory thing for him for social media. All of a sudden, a year later, he's being named the best social media account for a bar and restaurant in Regina. And it was all from the strategies he learned at my seminar. That was a very proud moment for me. Oh, so, cool. yeah, it has been very popular with teams. And, and when I saw your tweet, David, about what's a good marketing book, particularly for small businesses? Well, this is exactly what it's for, because if you don't have a budget to, to contract out your social media and you're the owner of a company, you can do all of it yourself based on the strategies that you'll read in this book. Um, but it's also for, it's for broadcasters, it's for authors, it's for radio station management. It's for like, I'll give you an example. In 2008, the publishing company Lulu came to me. That's the company owned by Bob Young, the Tiger Cats owner. And they said, Rod, we'd like you to write a book on the 07 Grey Cup championship mm -hmm. season. And I said, that's great. But I know nothing about writing a book. And they said, well, we know that you know you can write. So you do that, we'll handle the rest. So I wrote that book in three months. And about a month after I completed the manuscript, 5,000 books showed up on a pallet outside Taylor Field. And Lula was like, you're on your own. And they moved on to their next project. I had to market and sell and distribute this book all on my own. Because the writers, quite frankly, said, uh, if there's not a commission in it for us, <laughs> Yeah. We're not interested. Yeah. So I had to construct the book tour. And you know, social media wasn't even really a thing back then for the most part. Facebook was just getting going. But I guess my point is, as I tell people in the seminar, we all are selling something. All of us. Whether you're selling yourself or your product or your service or you name it. So this, because I've worked in sports for 25 years, um, yeah, that's what I gravitate towards. But if you've noticed, and I'm sure you have in the recovery field, you know, that's Peterson recovery coaching is a, is a whole other sideline for me that has nothing to do with sports. And a lot of people are saying, oh, people are only coming to you because you're the voice of the riders. Maybe, but they don't stay or come back unless I'm helping them with recovery. And you took about a talk to Scott Schultz with his insurance or Jason Claremont with his real estate or Neil Hughes with his medical supplies that he sells. Your name might get you the business, but you don't keep the business unless you know what you're talking about. Well, I'm, I'm, I can't speak on the recovery side, but on the social side, you do know what you're talking about. Um, you've had, uh, I mean, you're uh, prolific on Twitter. You're writing a blog, I don't know, daily yep. or weekly. You you've certainly have the experience, and I assume that's what you're bringing forward to people in this. Uh, it's, it's, it's strategies to stay in the public eye. It's media relations strategies as well. I mean, that's why when you read the book, you'll have a far better idea what I'm talking about here. But I, you know, I, I use a lot of great examples. But if anybody remembers one thing from this podcast, listening to it, David, is I was told a while back, not that long ago, that Twitter, Facebook, Instagram are the NBC, ABC, CBS of our parents' generation. That's where people are going now for not just news. It was news for a while. Now it's entertainment. So you're going to learn in that handbook, the book that I wrote, that Twitter is different than Instagram. Instagram surf, people surf Instagram to be entertained. And they don't post them their own photos. They just have, they're on a coffee break. They want to be entertained. On Twitter, they want to be informed. 
Facebook's a yard sale. It's everything. It's births, deaths. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's uh, venting. It's everything. But you have to kind of decide how are you going to use all those platforms for different ways. You know, and you can morph, you know, put in information on Instagram, sure. But that's not specifically what it's for. You know, so. What do you see businesses doing that's, that's messed up or just not? All kinds of things. I mean, for one, when I go to somebody's Twitter account, some business, and I see it hasn't been updated in six months, my mind immediately goes to a yard that's grass is two feet long and hasn't been mowed and mail's dropping out of the mailbox. Where have you been? Yeah. That's what the consumer is saying when they look, at, look up your social media accounts and they've been neglected. Do you neglect your business that way? That's what I think. So... Quite frankly, pretty soon everybody's going to be on this social media train. I'm lucky that I got in. Like blogs were the initial platform of social media. The definition is any digital platform that allows interaction between the producer and the consumer. That's the definition of it. And blogs were the first to do it. Now it's far more instantaneous to do it through Twitter and Facebook and all the rest. I'm just saying pretty soon everybody's going to be up to date. Get in ahead of the curve is kind of what I'm telling people and do it daily. I was on the radio in Saskatoon and during training camp in June and I'm just sitting around. I always look and see what evidence are there of people being active on social media. And I said to one of the DJs there, I said, are you, do you have a social media strategy? He goes, yeah, but it's so much work. Really? Like anything, whether it's recovery or what you do, David, you get out what you put in. Too much work? That's the benefit to me of being raised on a farm and leaving when I was 17 and never going back. That's work. <laughs> Sitting up and getting up in the morning, having a coffee and, Insta and updating your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat feeds really isn't work. It takes a little bit of creativity. What am I going to post today? That's not work. So if you want to say it's too much work, fine. More business for me because I'm going to do it. You know, so it's, it's just staying in the public eye. I mean, I can't tell specifically what a sports bar needs to be doing or something, but the idea is being top of mind. In my role, for instance, some sports talk host in Toronto sitting around looking for a guest for his show that day, and he happens to come across my tweet because I've been doing it daily. Oh, I'm going to bring Rod on to talk about the riders. Right. It's about being top of mind, yeah. extending your brand, you know, and that's frankly another thing that's, kind of covered in the book the president of phoenix group pam klein told me about 10 years ago we were sitting around a pool in phoenix and she said rod your name is a brand and i said what she goes rod rod peterson is a brand yeah. and i said well what do people think when they hear rod peterson and pam says people think that they can trust you people think that your work's always going to be done on time and it's going to be quality and she named about four or five other things i never even thought about it so just a few years ago, SIPE, Saskatchewan Young Professionals and Entrepreneurs, asked me to come in and give a presentation on social media and branding. David, I'd never done one before. But yeah, yeah, asked me to come in and do it. And I did. She said it was the best that they'd ever had. Yeah. And what I told the people in that room, there was about 40 to 45 young business owners and professionals. And I said, your brand is not what you're telling people. Young broadcasters are running around saying, I'm a brand, I'm a brand. Now, your brand is what people are telling you. And I thank Pam for that. So I didn't go to school. I don't have all these fancy letters behind my name. I went to the School of Hard Knocks. This is how I learned it. And so after that presentation with Sipe, I, I named that 
presentation, the accidental entrepreneur, because <laughs> I got into everything accidentally. Yeah. Like Lulu coming to me to write a book. Well, how am I going to market this thing? I found out the back end way, which went on to be a bestseller. You know. Well, maybe it's so. your farm background or the, but you you do work all these things. Like you work yeah. them hard. I know uh, listening to your show, and if you tweet something, you're on it like that. Like, yeah. is that a a mindset? It's or? It's, it's all mental. It's a hundred percent mental. It's no different. <laughs> I'm gonna. I always relate back to recovery. I relate to the problems the Rough Riders have had early on in this season, and Chris Jones will tell you, penalties, turnovers, missing a 45-yard kick to win the game are all mental things. It's all getting into the mental habit of doing these things. And what do they say? 21 days is a habit. If you can do something routinely for 21 days, it's a habit. If you do it for 90 days, it's a lifestyle. I get up in the morning and the first thing I do is check all my feeds and start putting my posts out once a day. It's really not that hard. It's all mental. And then, as you say, throughout the day, if something comes up, yeah, I'm putting it on there. But I've talked to other sports teams and they say, Rod, your Snapchat's so great. We, we, we forget to do it. Well, that's your problem, not mine. Yeah. And now, like, my Snapchat feeds become like a reality TV show. And when I talk to people, uh, social media people in the major markets, they say, Rod, your numbers are higher than we've ever seen. So you know yourself working at a Regina. Sometimes we get looked down upon by the major markets. Mm-hmm. That's fine. My numbers are my numbers, and they stand up against the mo- biggest markets in North America, right? So it's okay to play possum a little bit. You can still do great work here or better work than a guy sitting in Vancouver that's lazy. Mm-hmm. That's my strategy on that. I'm sad that I'm not following you on Snapchat. So <laughs> That'll change. That. Yeah, that'll yeah. change in 15 minutes. <laughs> um, so what kind of lessons have you learned through the many years that you've been on social uh, well, that's, of course, it's in the book. There's a, there's the staple, you know, don't swear on social media. I don't care how mad you are. I don't care how oh, really? upset. Don't, yeah. don't do it. Do not do it. It's 2017 and things have changed, but people are still offended by profanity on social media. I don't care. You're turning people off. You know, that's one of my number one ones. And then. Now, why, why, um, that's interesting to me. Like why, where does that come from? Or because for one. Uh, not to say I haven't done it. I've sworn and got a major backlash from my consumers, yeah. which for the most part are rider fans, but they don't want that. I don't want people thinking that I'm a foul-mouthed uh, person. So that if, if you want to swear, go ahead. I also say stick to your brand. We've learned this in the last two elections. If you want to say Trudeau's a dummy or Trump's a dummy, go ahead, but you risk being unfollowed. And frankly, when you're unfollowed by somebody, it's fatal. So that's getting out of, you know, maybe out Stick of the to your brand. you're in, right? Stick yeah. to your brand. Yeah. That's what I say. And if you have a company Twitter account and you're blasting somebody politically or an athlete or something, uh, then you're really running a risk of getting your whole company in trouble. If you have your own personal account, say what you want. I mean, I got business owners, multi-million dollar businesses, friends of mine that run them and they don't care. <laughs> they put stuff on about Trump. They don't care because they answer for it themselves. My point is... You get outside your lane, your term is a good one. You risk being unfollowed, and those people don't come back. They don't come back. So stick, that's when you look at my Twitter feed, all I'm talking about is the writers, Saskatchewan, and my shows. I'm promoting in the huddle, I'm promoting the sports cage, but I'm not talking about politics. I'm not talking about life. 
I'm not because that turns people off. So those are two of 117 tips that I've passed along in this book. <laughs> I want to take credit for that, but I stole that from Oprah so, Winfrey. So okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, that's fine. She's good too. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she knows a thing or two. She knows a thing or two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what 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 is the is there is there um, uh, one of choice that you have, or you're on many social channels? Mm, I I consciously ask people, what do you want? And they're like, well, I'm on Twitter, but nothing else. Or um, I, I, here's one of my favorite examples. I was at a barbecue a couple months ago. Friends of ours and their son's a U-sport, university football receiver. Uh, he's from here, but he plays in Ontario. He's sitting on, surfing on the couch, sitting on the couch, surfing his phone. And he just pops up and says, hey, Noah Picton was named uh, MVP of the East-West game. I said, where did you learn that? Pointed at him immediately. He goes, it was on the CFL's Instagram page. Oh. So I've morphed info with entertainment, right? So I'm always finding out what the demographics are, what they're reading, how they're getting it. So I'm consciously always, it's like I say, it, this is a new concept of, you asked if I have a favorite one. I'm on them all because I'm hitting everybody. Because not everybody's on all of them. Right. I am. And I often say, you have to switch your mindset from being a consumer, which is a guy sitting back surfing his phone, to being a producer pumping that info out you know if that makes sense well it makes complete sense and especially in for yourself and you know it's it's often i think probably uh you're at an advantage in that you you're creating in, uh, information that people want and you have yep. that inside track or that at least perceived inside right. track that you know i want to follow rod because i want the inside track on what's, yeah. what's happening well and with person. and so there's that um, you know, but when I wrote that book and it was a bestseller, somebody said to me, I overheard somebody saying, uh, Rod can write about the writers, but what else could he write about? Mm -hmm. Or I've had others say Rod's profile is only great because he's the voice of the writers. Okay. Well, I'm going to start this recovery company because there's nothing to do with the rough writers, promote it and work it, do all these things that, you know, not many people know about because I'm doing it outside just within the recovery community. A, to prove that I can do it, build a company from the ground up and promote it and be successful and B, help people. For goodness sakes, when that recovery world, you're talking life and death. When the riders win or lose, it may seem like life and death. It's actually not. The addictions world is. And then the other thing that I wanted to mention too is just with those seminars. I mean, I follow at Entrepreneur, at Business Insider, all those things. I read those columns from entrepreneurs. And a lot of those guys, multi-million dollar speakers, some of them had two people at their very first seminar they ever held, but they said, those two people showed up to see me speak. Mm -hmm. He was hoping for 100, he got two. He still did it. And that's how I felt with my social media seminars. I'm gonna do this because 40 people wanna see. I was hoping for 100, but 40 showed up. And then they all left just dizzying, you know, shaking their heads going, oh my God, what a world that we didn't even know existed, this social media thing, right? So. You're not going to hit everybody. You never are. But 62% of Canadians are on Facebook. That's the most in the world of any country. You know, so I think we'd all be happy with hitting 62% of the population. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't we? Because, so just back to the riders for a second. You say people follow me because they want the info. And that's true. But just in the huddle, the people that come up to me that watch in the huddle are invariably senior citizens, white-haired little old ladies. Yeah. So I got that locked down. Snapchat, 
Do you want to see the demographics of those yeah. people? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I I'm getting them it, all. I didn't mean it in a, in no, a, I get it. In a negative way. I meant no, I know in, almost in a business sense because um, that's, I guess, what you're talking about earlier is your brand is the riders and that's what people are into. So that's what you better be talking about or they're not going to follow you. Yeah. But often businesses struggle for what can I talk about? Well, certainly you're not going to have the kind of information or that... Uh, the about about the riders, but um, you know, talk about what you're in. What what's you your do. sale? What's your promotion? What's your um, you know, retweet, share people that you are interested in in your industry? You know, and then that's one thing that I teach also in that book is uh, you want to grow your followers. Obviously, follow people in your industry. Generally, they're going to follow you back. You know, so so you know what that's up to the the business himself to figure out and be a little creative. I mean, I had the CFL Alumni Association last year ordered my book and they said, oh, great, Rod. So you're going to do this daily for us? No, you are. This is the CFL alumni. Here's an example. You've got hundreds of football players in this alumni association. They all got birthdays. Yeah. Hey, today, happy birthday to Willie Pless. Like, come on, let's let's have a little bit of creativity here. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Well, that, they all have their own fan base, so there's plenty of opportunity. Right, there, yeah. but I, and of course, I make my living in sports, and I'm dabbling in recovery. I can't speak to a car garage, what you're going to promote, but there's got to be vehicle facts and parts facts, yeah, and you for know, sure. so be a little creative. Or, or if you're managing that place, ask somebody, ask your friends. You know, so that's kind of what I'm teaching here: is just get the word out. And when you, uh, just going back to something else you said, and you're pointing at that kid who was uh, watching, looking at his Instagram feed mm -hmm. or whatever, and where did you learn that? Where are you learning? Where are you continuing to grow and, and learn this stuff? Well, on the social media end, I get daily emails from social media influencers. Here's the latest top articles on social media. I get them daily sent to me. What are the trends? That kind of thing. Um, some of, like I say, at entrepreneur on Twitter always has great tips, all that stuff. I'm just following, I'm searching those out and following them. And are you, are you quick to hop on to something new if it comes out and just have a look? Or? What's an example of? Well, when Snapchat came out. What, what I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't want to go on it at all. That was a year ago. And yeah. I actually brought in the two writers, digital media people as consultants that day to help with questions. And we talked about, we spent 30 minutes on Snapchat in the seminar and we decided, yeah, it's not for us. A year later. You know, that's yeah. all we do. Yeah, you know, we're crushing. <laughs> it's not all we do, but yeah, I do stay on top of it. Some of these Snapchat's kind of complicated to figure out and run. You know, but once you do, look out. I mean, let's go back to numbers. Forty-five percent of people aged fifteen to twenty-five are on Snapchat. So you better, if you want to reach them, and who doesn't? I mean, I mentioned I work in, I've worked in television now for twenty years in a variety of roles. Those TV executives have been, for the last decade, if you read industry uh, articles, wondering what the viewers are going to do, what the kids are going to do with their viewing habits. Now it's here and they're panicking because they never really knew. So cord cutting is the big thing, right? But you still need a cable subscription to watch cable television on your phone, right? Yeah. So, so it's all here. So I've been reading and just watching what all the industries are doing whether it's radio or television, and just kind of sitting back and minding my own business, sticking to my own field, if you will. But, uh, but yeah, trying to stay on top of all these things. Have you got uh, another seminar lined up, or are you thinking about one? Uh, no, they want to. I've had a lot of groups come to me. Basically, the summer is not the time to do it. They say once everybody, everybody gets their feet back on the ground in the fall, yeah, we'll probably do one here in the city. You know, 
living in Regina, there's this mindset of driving to Moose Jaw is like driving to Afghanistan. You know what I mean? Like it's a long ways away. They're like, if it wasn't a Moose Jaw, we would have come. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, are you kidding me? Go to Phoenix sometime. It's a suburb. But anyways, no, it's, we're going to do, I don't have a specific date, but I'm just kind of sitting back and selling a lot of books and just kind of taking the temperature of things. In Saskatoon, people are saying we want to bring, can you come up in Saskatoon and do one? Well, where and when? Well, we'll get back to you. So if I'm doing one a year, I'm happy, which means I don't have to do another one till next spring. But I think there will be more because people are seeing the value in it. And like I say, that spinoff stuff. Um, because now what I'm moving into business-wise is, you know, when I said I partnered with some business people in town, some salespeople in town, I'm moving in now to spend a day with corporations and spend the morning talking recovery, mental illness, wellness, and the afternoon on social media training for those companies. And that's stuff that people don't even know that I'm doing. You know, I'm not necessarily sure I want people to know that I'm doing yeah. that. You, know, not, you don't need to know all my secrets, but that's, that's where I'm going. And, uh, and I love it. I can't get enough of it. So uh, how can I get the book if uh, you can, I wanted it? Like I say, at Peterson Media, email me, petersonmedia.outlook.com. I'm just selling them out of my house. I mean, I'll go back to the writers underwrote the cost of my initial book back in 08. I made pretty good money on it. They made really big money on it. And I th so I was learning back then. Oh, so if I distribute this and I produce the cost of this, I'll make all the money. So, yeah, I'm selling it by myself. I'm very easy to get a hold of. And I'm shipping them out all across the continent or I'll meet you in town like I did with you. Yeah, hand delivered. That's the best way. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's the way to do it. And why should I get this book? 117 social media tips. I mean, people are, they're lost. They're lost. I mean, I've had people launch websites, startups here in town. This is how you realize that you're a natural at things. When you assume everybody knows this stuff. Well, that's where I'm at. I'm thinking, what? what? Haven't we passed all this yet? Or no, they are not. No, I mean... I had a friend that launched a website in the spring and I, I was waiting and waiting and waiting for the promo of it. And all of a sudden, boom, it's live. Well, nobody even knew it was there. I'm like, you have to, you know, create a Twitter account for this. You have to be pumping it, pounding it, get out on the local media and, and present it if you can. I'll, I'll, I'll give a guy a big uh, plug here. Craig Adams is a very good friend of mine. We went to college together at Mount Royal. I'll give you an example, which I talk about in the book number one real estate guy in town. He's won awards for that. He would call up Global or CKCK TV or CKRM when there was some sort of housing story out and say, hey, do you want to interview me about that? Oh, I'm clever. a local real estate agent. All yeah. of a sudden, boom, he's the expert for these radio stations. Yeah. Like, let's get, get out. Yeah. You know, don't wait for the world to come to you. Get out. I guess, and that's my point is, I thought everybody knew these things and apparently they don't. So if you want to, you have a startup or you want to get some publicity for your company, this book will tell you how to do it. Excellent. And um, how can people reach out to you? I guess there's a hundred ways. There's a lot of ways. <laughs> Just at Rod Peterson on Twitter, I would suggest. Um, Facebook, I'm very easy to find. Believe me. <laughs> Thank you very much for Thank coming you. in. Thank you. I appreciate, I really appreciate you having it. me. Yes, yeah, is awesome. That's the show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week. Remember, you can subscribe to Lessons Learned in Marketing on iTunes or through your favorite podcast app. And it's been a while since I mentioned music is brought to you by Six Degrees in Calgary. Talk to you next week. <laughs>